0: Welcome to this book review. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you, Lord God, to guide us and help us to grow in your glory and your honor and your kindness. Father God, we love you. Help us to keep our love alive and well, Lord. Talking with you, loving you, and giving us guidance in confidence and joy, Lord. Thank you for guiding us through common sense, Lord. You're here, alive, and well with us. You're part of our lives, and it doesn't have to be a mystery, but a wonderful, joyous, laughing experience, Lord. Thank you for coming into our lives and living inside of us in the miraculous way that you enjoy, Father. I thank you for enjoying life through us. In the name of your Son, Joshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. To God Be the Glory is a book review. I'm doing the name of the book, Then Sings My Soul. Interesting, huh? To God Be the Glory. The great hymns of the church have touched the hearts of millions of Christians through centuries. These classics not only have sustained power because of their lyrics and what they speak to our hearts, but many have become personal touch points of worship for believers. We lift them to heaven in corporate praise and also find ourselves singing them as we drive, humming them at work or even praying their lyrics in the darkness of the night. The great hymns of the church tell a story of God's redemptive love for man and draw our hearts to heaven in praise of God's majesty, greatness, and glory. In this work, you're not only reminded of so many of the great hymns, but you get a glimpse of the stories behind them, the fascinating historical details of how the composers were drawn to pen their lyrics from a personal experience or from the overflow of scriptural inspiration. Fan Crosby, one of America's greatest hymnists, certainly drew from a fountainhead of scripture, she became blind in infancy, but in her lifetime she committed Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the four Gospels, and most of Psalms, and all of Proverbs to memory. Her wealth of scripture created the foundations for penning over 9,000 hymns in her life. One of my favorites is, I am thine, O Lord. Wow. Let's go ahead and read that first. To God be the glory. The, inter- the, the song. And the scripture is. Psalms 108 verse 5. Be exalted O God above the heavens. And your glory above all the earth. 1875. Occasionally, a hymn drops into the furrows of history to be buried and forgotten a while, only to later spring to life for future generations. That's what happened with Fanny Crosby's To God Be the Glory. It first appeared in Brightest and Best, a little volume of hymns published in 1875 by William Doan and Robert Lowry. This small hymnal proved to be a treasure trove. Introducing such classics as Christ the Rose. All the way my Savior leads me. Savior, more than life to me. I am thine, O Lord. Rescue the perishing Jesus keep me near the cross and this one praise for redemption as it was originally called as it turned out praise for redemption wasn't much of a hit it wasn't widely sung nor included in many hymnals it just laid hidden for eighty years in nineteen fifty four Bill and Graham was planning an evangelistic crusade at London's Herring Arena as Cliff Barrell's music director for the Graham team was compiling hymns for the Greater London Crusade songbook, Reverend Frank Cole Coohan, a prolific British preacher at Norwich Cathedral and a great lover of hymns, approached him. Cole Coohan gave Borrow a copy of Praise for Redemption, which is exuberant quarrels. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord. Though unfamiliar with the hymn, Balls decided to use it. Meanwhile, problems were mounting for Graham. The British press was critical of the young evangelist and an an, an Anglican bishop predicted he would return to America with his tail between his legs. Funds were short, forcing the Graham team to take pay cuts or no pay at all. A member of Parliament threatened a challenge in the House of Commons, accusing Graham of interfering in British politics under the guise of religion. Friends in high places started advising and calling Graham to cancel or postpone the meeting for the heated event. Graham was shaken, dropped to his knees repeatedly, beseeching help from heaven. As it turned out, Harringay Arena check this out was packed for three months three whole months and the crusade sparked a sense of revival across Great Britain to God be the glory seemed a fitting theme with its new name now they dropped praise for redemption and put to God be the glory Fan Crosby old hymn was sung almost every night in Harringay. Launching it into a worldwide popularity at one of Christianity's favorite hymns. And the lyrics are To God be the glory, great things he has done. So love he the world that he gave his only son, who yield his life an atonement for sin and open the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father, to Jesus the Son, and give him the glory. Great things he has done. Okay, let's listen to the hymn now. get the voice going here. There we go. He the glory, great things He has done. So love He the world Who yield his life in atonement for sin And open the life gate that all may go in Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Let the earth hear his voice Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Let the people rejoice O come Father through Jesus the Son and give Him the glory great things He has done perfect redemption the purchase of blood to every believer the promise of God The vilest offender Who truly believes That moment from Jesus A pardon he receives Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Let the earth hear his voice Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Let the people rejoice Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give Him the glory great things He has done great things He has taught us great things He has done and great are rejoicing through Jesus the Son but pure and higher greater will be our wonder our worship when jesus we see praise the lord praise the lord let the earth hear his voice praise the lord praise the lord let the people rejoice oh come to the father through jesus the son And give Him the glory, great things He has done. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father, through Jesus the Son, And give Him the glory, great things He has done. Welcome to today's book review, Then Sings My Soul, Life Edition, Hymn Volumes, sent to me by James Robinson Organization. The song that we're going to reviewing, or this, the hymn, is called, Are You Washed in the Blood? After I read the history of it, some of it, I'm going to read the lyrics, and then we're going to play the music for you. Are You Washed in the Blood? In 1878, as a preacher, Elijah Hoffman was of average ability. But as a minister who cared for the poor and downtrodden, he excelled. And our scripture for today is Revelations 1, 5, and 6. We are to take that into memory today. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Revelations 5. Revelations 1, excuse me. Verse 5 and 6, New King James. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Again, as a preacher, Elijah Hoffman was of average ability, but as a minister who cared for the poor and downtrodden, he, he also stands among the giants of the gospel song era, the author of such favorites as I Must Tell Jesus, Down at the Cross and Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Elijah was born May 7, 1839, in Orsburg, Pennsylvania, and died 90 years later in 1929 in Chicago. His parents, Reverend Frederick Francis A. and Rebecca Ann Huffman, were devoted to Christ and devoted to a denomination called the Evangelical Association. They gave their son the middle name of Albright in honor of Jacob Albright, the denomination's founder. Elijah attended public school in Philadelphia then, enrolled in Union Bible Seminary at New Berlin, Pennsylvania. Planning to follow his father's footsteps into the ministry, When the Civil War erupted, Elijah served with the 47th Pennsylvania Infantry Division. Near the war's end, he married Suzanne Orwig, the daughter of one of the bishops of the Evangelical Association. The couple moved to Cleveland, Ohio, where Elijah was hired as the publishing agent for the Board of Publications of the Evangelical Association. He later pastored churches in Ohio, Illinois, and Michigan. In 1894, Elijah became the first music editor for the Hope Publishing Company of Chicago. He remained in that post until 1912. Through his years of hope, he published 50 songbooks and hymnals and wrote the words of music to at least 1,000 gospel and Sunday school songs. Some sources put the number at 2,000. Are You washed in the Blood? first appeared in Spiritual Songs for Gospel Meetings and Sunday School. Published in 1878, three years later, it was included in Ira Sankey's Sacred Songs and Solos, published in England. Elijah Hoffman is credited for popularizing the element of altar into hymnology of his day. Consider this well-known hymn that came from his pen, You have longed for sweet peace and for fate to increase and have earnestly, fervently prayed, but you cannot have rest or be perfectly blessed until all on the altar is laid. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart does the spirit control. You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you yield him your body and soul. Let's pray. Father, we willingly lay our souls to you, Lord, and we ask you to cleanse us by the blood of any sin that we may have, Lord, any prejudice, arrogance, self-sufficiency, malice, envy, or even unforgiveness to another, Lord. Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to take us as we are, Lord, with all our frailties we we confess we're not perfect, Lord God, but we do want more of you, Lord. We let go whatever's bugging us, whatever's eating us up, Lord God, and we give it to you and we leave it in your altar that you may cleanse us by your blood and restore us again, Lord. I give you my will, Lord, and my ways over to you and to your care, Father. Do with it as you must. If you must continue to crack this nut, do so. Or if you may want to bless this already open nut, uh, multiply me, Lord. Plant me in the ground and multiply me that others may have direction and life through my life. I give my life over to you. Just like Jesus said, this corn must be planted and die so that millions and billions will have life. I am part of that corn. Now I like to plant my corn into your ground, Lord, and give it over to your kingdom for your use. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And all of God's people say, Amen and Amen. Here we go. We're going to get right into the song. I said I was going to read the lyrics. Let me read to you the chorus. Okay? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Here we go. I love this song.
1: Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing?
0: Our Father, our Heavenly Father, you are in heaven. Holy and loving is your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. We're going to be zeroing in on the blood of Jesus again. Now, when we say the Our Father, instead of say daily bread, we're going to say our daily blood. Okie doke. So please, just bear with me. We say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Give us this day our daily blood of Jesus Christ. And forgive us of our wrongs as we forgive those who wrong against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, that you will bless us indeed and enlarge our territory that your hand be upon us and that you will keep us from evil that it may not harm us and jesus perform what we asked amen are you washed on the blood i'm reading you a hymn that was written 1878 Apparently, people have been finding out through the centuries that there's a lot of power in the blood, a lot of benefits to be gotten. And like we, this channel is about getting those bounty, receiving bounty. Even Benjamin Franklin in the 17th century, he had an idea that there was bounty to be gotten. You remember his prayer. His prayer was, O Bountiful Father, Merciful God, powerful goodness. Dictate to me my truest interest and strengthen my resolutions to perform what the Spirit dictates. Accept my kind offices to your other children as the only way to pay back for your continual favors to me. Amen. Now here was a scientist, a thinker. He read all the books as a child that was in their library he was groomed for the ministry but he chose to go into inventions politics and printing and helping the people informing the people with poor joe's Almalek. <laughs> The point I'm getting here is we focus on two and a half gallons. Do you have your imagination ready? Lock and load it. We're gonna load it with a a dispenser, a glass dispenser of water. It holds anywhere from two and a half to three, four or five gallons of water. But in this glass we have the blood of Jesus in there. God has allowed it us. Over two and a half gallons of the blood of Jesus. Bear with me, please. This is what I saw in the spirit as a reply for help for income. I was asking God wisdom and how to have income. I'm telling you, this works. This first, somehow. It accelerates us <clears throat> tapping into this the fourth dimension, if you will, the spirit side. We already qualify. We have plenty of benefits now. You don't have to moan and groan and <clears throat> just receive it. Yeah, <clears throat> we had a hard time receiving the love of the Father. His his ideas and There's nothing we can do about salvation. we said yes, yes. And there's nothing we can do about him taking care of us. Yes, we do our part. We clean our house and clean, make it tidy and, and serve the country in prayer and duty and the best we can. Yes, yes, yes. But all blessings come ultimately from the Father. And we go to that source. We tap into that source. For instance, we say, we acknowledge the blood, uh, we see the blood, we see the glass, and we say, thank you. What power does the blood contain? Why the blood? The blood cleanses us. Who gave us the blood of Jesus Christ? The Father gave it to us. The Father, he provided this blood so that we may be sanctified, we may be. A covenant oriented and be convinced that the blood of Jesus Christ is a covenant with Father God. He has made an agreement with us. He will be our father. He will be our God, our guide, our guide, day in and out, our guide. He's always guiding us through our common sense. He's guiding us through our confidence, our joyful confidence. He's guiding us. Spontaneous confidence. Let go and let God. The objective is joy in this life. The wise man objective is interest and joy. Stimulation in God's creation. Finding out new things and having joy and replenish. God has billions and billions of capsules of joy for us. That's where we go get the bounty. All right. We see the blood. We see it. We thank you. We take our, our our drink of it. Thank you, Lord God. We drink the blood of Jesus. We declare it so. That God has provided it through the cross for us. We cleanse ourselves with the blood. Anoint our temples and our eyes with the blood. We put the blood of Jesus in our ears, in the back of our necks, and on top of our heads. In other words, we take a full cup and we pour it and moist our hair with it. Our moist our whole face, our face. We put the blood in our chest, our necks, all the way into our hearts, Lord. We appreciate and tap our liver and our kidneys. We're grateful for our stomach and groin <clears throat> our legs. <clears throat> <clears throat> We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus, all over our toes, all over our knees, the back of our calves, up and down our thighs, the buttocks in our back. We're like a piggy in the mud in the blood of Jesus Christ. We're completely soaked and laughing and laughing because it feels so good. We're cleansed by the blood completely. Thank you, Jesus Christ, that you've done this for us for today. Then we move over to the, thank you, Lord, we move over to the water, the jar, the spring, the pitcher full of brimming water. And we speak to the water, we say, we say, wonderful water wonderful water that creates Jesus said this one does come by blood and water being born again spirit blood and water mixture thank you Lord for that wonderful water drink it and now we go to the Holy Scriptures And in the Holy Scriptures, we have a right. We have a mission to prove that the Lord provides to ourselves. We will be convinced day by day that the Father is in charge of all things. He is running our lives. So we thank you, Father. And then we go ahead and read the scriptures. And the scriptures say, To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Revelations 1, 5, and 6. Again, folks, I didn't know what the scripture was. I didn't read it. I'm reading an article about a hymn called, Are You Washed in the Blood? And the scripture is Revelation 1, 5, 6, and it says, To Him who loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood, to Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. That'll be our memory verse for today. Please tattoo it in your forehead, inside your, memorize it. Amen. What a coincidence. This is the first time that I uh, really take a bath in the blood. I do it every once in a while. I usually don't do it because people can't handle it. They can't imagine themselves being dipped in the blood completely, just like the Lord Jesus. He did it to himself with his own blood, quenched, drenched, drenched. He paid the price for us. We got the bounty. We take the benefits. We declare it so. We're not the justice or the regulator of what comes in and out. We just say, yes, yes, have your way, Lord. We let go and let God. Amen. The article goes on to say, As a preacher, Elijah Hoffman was an average ability. But as a minister who cared for the poor and downtrodden, he excel he also stands among the giants of the gospel song era the author of such favors as i must tell jesus down at the cross and leaning on the everlasting arms elijah was born on may 7 1939 Orgwitzburg, Pennsylvania, and died 90 years later, 1929, in Chicago. His parents, Reverend Francis A. and Rebecca Ann Hoffman, were devoted to Christ and devoted to a denomination called the Evangelical Association. They gave their son the middle name of Albright in honor of Jacob Albright, the denomination's father. Elijah attended public school in Philadelphia, then enrolled in Union Bible Seminary at New Berlin, Pennsylvania. Planning to follow his father's footsteps into the ministry, when the Civil War erupted, Elijah served with the 47th Pennsylvania Infantry Division. Near the war's end, he married Suzanne Orwig, the daughter of one of the bishops of the Evangelical Association. The couple moved to Cleveland, Ohio, where Elijah was hired as the publishing agent for the the Board of Publications of the Evangelical Association. He later pastored churches in Ohio, Illinois, and Michigan. In in 1894, Elijah became the first music editor for the Hope Publishing Company of Chicago. He remained in that post until 1912. Through his years of at Hope, he published 50 psalm books and hymnals and wrote the words of music to at least 1,000 Gospels and Sunday School songs. Some sources put the number at 2,000. Are You Washed in the Blood? Are You Washed in the Blood? First appeared in spiritual songs for Gospel meetings and Sunday School. Published in 1878, three years later, it was included in Ira Sankey's Sacred Song and Solos, published in England. Elijah Hosman is credited for popularizing the element of altar into hymnology of his day. Considered this well-known hymn that came from his pen. Have you longed for sweet peace and for fate to increase? And have earnestly, fervently prayed, but you cannot have rest or be perfectly blessed until all on the altar is laid. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your hurt does the spirit control. You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you yield him your body and soul. Let's pray. God, I give my body and soul over to you. Completely, Lord, quality, I let go. Do to me as you would. Handle my life and my care in your hands, Lord. I dedicate myself to you, Lord, and put it in your altar, Lord, completely. I let go and let you, God, be God in my life today through the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for allowing me to have freedoms of joy, freedoms of hope, freedoms of laughter, and freedoms of care. Your care. I love you, Lord. Thank you for this time we have together. Amen. And now I have a treat for all of us. We're going to hear the hymnal and its original content. Are you washed in the blood? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Hang on. I see blood. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Father God, we thank you for this hour of prayer. Be unto us, Lord. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and your glory above the earth. Psalms 108, verse 5. To God be the glory. 1875. Occasionally a hymn drops into the furrow of history to be buried and forgotten a while only to let her spring to life for future generations. That's what happened with Fanny Crosby's To God Be the Glory, a fierce a pre- appeared in Brightest and Best, a little volume of hymns published in 1875 by William Dewan and Robert Lowry. This small hymn proved to be a treasured trove introducing such classics as Christ arose all the way my Savior leads me Savior more than life to me I am thine O Lord rescue the perishing Jesus keep me near the cross and this one praise for redemption as it was originally called praise for redemption to God be the glory as it turned out, Praise for Redemption wasn't much of a hit. It wasn't widely sung nor included in many hymnals. It just lay hidden for 80 years. In 1954, Billy Graham was planning an Evangelist Crusade at London's Harringay Arena. As Cliff Borrow's music director for the Graham team was compiling hymns for the Greater London Crusade songbook, Reverend Frank Coke. Kuhon, a prolific British preacher of Norwich Cathedral and a great lover of hymns, approached him. Colocum gave Borrows a copy of Praise for Redemption, which is exuberant chorus Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Though unfamiliar with the hymn, Borrows decided to use it anyway. Meanwhile, his problems were mounting from Graham. The British press was critical of the young evangelist, and an angelic bishop predicted he would return to America with his tail between his legs. Funds were short, forcing the Graham team to take pay cuts. A member of parliament threatened a challenge in the House of Commons, accusing Graham of interfering in British politics under the guise of religion. Friends in high places were advising Graham to cancel or postpone the meeting. Graham shaken, dropped to his knees, repeatedly beseeching help from heaven. As it turned out, Harringay Arena was packed for three months, and the crusade sparked a sense of revival across Great Britain. To God be the glory, seem a feeding thing. Fanny Crosby's old hymn was sung almost every night, and Harringay launched it in the worldwide popularity as one of christianity's favorite hymns to god be the glory great things he has done so love he the world that he gave us his son who yield his life and atonement for sin and open the life gate that all may go in praise the lord let the earth hear his voice Praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory great things he has done. All right, I'm going to head and sing it and put off. I'll find it with a with a right chorus. To God be the glory. To God be the glory, to God be the glory, for the things He has done. With His blood He has saved us, with His blood He has saved us. To God be the glory, for the things He has done. To God be the glory, to God be the glory. Oh, come to the Father, through Jesus the Son, and give Him the glory, great things He has done. All right, let me go ahead and play it in another. Let's hear it. All right, here it comes to God Be the Glory with Andre Crouch. Praise the Lord for the things He's done. We thank Him and give Him glory. Praise His holy name. Thank you, God. So that was one of our great hymns that was established and got us to heaven in prayer. I was in the 80s singing this song. I really like those lyrics where it says, Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. I really enjoy this part right here. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. Let me see if I can find one. He's alone! Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Let the people rejoice. O oh, come to the Father, through Jesus the Son, And give Him the glory, Great things He has done. Give Him the glory, Great she has done.